safe and secure in your presence Jesus you are a strong tower we run to you knowing that we are safe in you tonight we thank you for once again for the grace the opportunity to lift up your name to glorify your name to magnify your name Lord you should increase and I should decrease May your glory cover us, O oh God. Yes, May your presence Lord. be manifested in every home, in every place, O oh God. May your word go forth, Lord, to bless your people, to bring them into the liberty that you have promised us in your word, O oh God. Help them to enjoy the security, Lord, that you have promised in Scripture, O oh God. Let them feel your presence. Let them know that you are there with them. We give you all glory and honor. You are a good shepherd, Jesus. You are our Lord. You are our master. Yes, Jesus, we magnify and we glorify magnify. your holy name. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tonight, are you excited to be in the presence of the Lord? I hope you are. It's nice to be back with you again in your homes. I want you to take your Bible, a piece of paper and pen, and we're going to study God's word tonight. And we're going to look at a couple of scriptures. And let's see where the Spirit of God is going to take us through those scriptures. So if you are excited, lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Lift your hands, speak in tongues and ask the Holy Spirit of God to minister to you. Let the Holy Spirit of God open the scriptures to you tonight. Amen. The Bible says that all scripture is inspired of God. I want you to open your mouth and say that all scripture is inspired of God. So I pray through the word of God, you will be inspired today. That you will be inspired today. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 20 and verse 28. 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 28. Then a man of God came and spoke to the king of Israel and said, Thus says the Lord, because the Syrians have said, the Lord is the God of the hills, but he is not the God of the valleys. Therefore, I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. One more scripture, the book of Ruth chapter 1, verses um, uh, 1, 2, what, verses 1 and 2, yes. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled, that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem Judah went to dwell in the country of Moab he and his wife and his two sons the name of the man was Elimelech the name of his wife was Naomi and the names of his two sons were Mahlon and Chilion mm. Ephrathites of Bethlehem mm. Judah and they went to the country of Moab and remained there Amen and one more scripture looking at three scriptures tonight it is, uh, which was that scripture? 1 Kings chapter 20, 28, Ruth chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Which is the third scripture? Hallelujah. I told you to pray in the Holy Ghost for some time. <laughs> okay, let's start with these three. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 1 to 10. And I want you to read it. I, I'm, we're going to read it from the message translation message bible if you have the message bible in your house you can read through that later Ezekiel chapter 37 1 to 10 yes God grabbed me God's spirit took me up 
and set me down in the middle of an open plain mm-hmm. strewn with bones. Mm. He led me around and among them a lot of bones. Mm. There were bones all over the plain, mm. dry bones bleached by the sun. Mm-hmm. He said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? Mm. I said, Master God, only you know that. He said to me, Prophesy over these bones. Dry bones, listen to the message of God. Mm-hmm. God the Master told the dry bones, mm-hmm. Watch this, mm-hmm. I am bringing the breath of life to you mm-hmm. and you will come to life. Mm-hmm. I'll attach sinews to you, put meat on your bones, mm-hmm. cover you with skin and breathe life into you. Mm-hmm. You will come alive and you will realize that I am God. Mm-hmm. I prophesied just as I had been commanded. Mm-hmm. As I prophesied, there was a sound and oh rustling mm. the bones moved and came together bone to bone i kept watching sinews formed then muscles on the bones mm-hmm. then skin stretched over them mm. but they had no breath in them mm. he said to me he said unto me prophesy to the breath prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man prophesy son of man tell the breath tell the breath God the master says God the master says come from the four winds come for the from the four winds come breathe come, come breathe breathe on these slain bodies yes breathe. amen hallelujah glory be to the name of jesus amen hallelujah amen amen the first scripture that we read 1 kings chapter 20 28 says is our god a god of the mountains alone is he not a god a god of the valley the second scripture i will explain that and the third scripture ezekiel the prophet is held by god and taken to a valley of dry bones we know those stories tonight i want to title the message the pit the pit the valley and the rest the pit the valley and the rest amen, amen. hallelujah amen. glory be to the name of jesus amen that's three locations in the spirit spirit realm there is a place in the spirit realm where you can be in a pit and if you are tonight god will bring you out if you call on the name of jesus amen the scripture we read in ruth chapter 1 there was a man called elimelech He was from Bethlehem. He left his country, traveled to Moab, and ended in a pit. He died. His two sons died. They really ended up in a pit. We know the story. We know that Bethlehem means the house of bread. We know that Bethlehem is in Judah, which means the house of praise. So, uh, any time you live, live a walk away from the bread that is god's word and the presence or the atmosphere of worship you're always going down you're going down into a pit the only place that you're safe and secure is the place of god's word and the place where you can feel god's presence in worship now there was a famine in bethlehem and god wanted him to tough it out in bethlehem Sometimes you know God looks at people and you know God looks at sometimes at a location to bless. I mean his blessing point was Bethlehem. 
His safety was Bethlehem. But he became a very logical man. He began to reason out. He said, there is a famine, there is a problem here. And he heard there was plenty of food up there in Moab. So the logical thing to do is, the right thing to do for the family is, leave God's presence, leave God's house, leave Bethlehem, go down to Moab. But sometimes it is better to have God with you and go through famine than had to have plenty and have no God at all. So here you find this man ended up in a pit. In the realm of the spirit is a place in the pit where you have lost everything. You lost your relationships, you lost your family, you lost your wealth, you lost your blessing. Just because when there was a point of crisis, you decided to live or walk away from the house of bread. But tonight, I believe some of you are going to come back and step into your destiny, step into that place of blessing. It might be a geographical place. It might be a spiritual place of worship and the word. It might be a place of prayer. It might be an atmosphere of the Holy Ghost. It might be a relationship that God has given over you. It might be something that the Lord has revealed to you. When there is a famine, don't walk away from the body of Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. In the book of Proverbs, the 22nd chapter and verse 14 says, The one with whom God is angry shall end up in a pit. The one with whom God is angry shall end up in a pit. And look at that word, 22 verse 14. The mouth of an immoral woman is, the mouth of an immoral woman is a deep pit. Is a deep pit. He who is abhorred by the Lord, uh, he who is hated by the Lord, will fall there. Will fall there. Look at somebody and say, "I'm not going to fall there." Amen. I'm not going to go into a pit. Amen. Look at Proverbs chapter 26 and verse 27. Look at the NIV version. Proverbs 26:27. Uh, read whichever version you have in your hand. Yeah. When. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. Fall into it. And he who rolls a stone will have it rolled back on him. Amen. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. You dig a pit for somebody, you fall into it. One version says you set a trap for somebody, you fall into that same trap. I like the NLT version. It says there, if you set a trap for others, you will get caught in it yourself. And the message Bible. Malice backfires. Spite boomerangs. Sometimes when you preach the word of God, you feel as if you are throwing a boomerang, you know. It, it, it goes and comes back to you. Nobody's taking it in. But I pray somebody is receiving the word tonight. Amen. It says here, spite boomerangs onto you. Malice backfires. If you set a trap, you fall into it. You dig a pit, you fall into it. Uh, open your mouth and say, I won't dig a pit for somebody else. Uh, I won't put my heart in malice against somebody else. I don't want to destroy somebody else. Uh, I don't want to fall into that place where I have dug. Uh, I want God to protect me. I want the Lord to take me through. Lift your hand and say that in the name of Jesus. The prodigal son, he ended up in a pit. Remember that? 
pulpit looked attractive. He actually gave money, spent money to get, end up in a pit. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? There's so many people will do anything to get into a rut. If you had that same kind of desire to come into the presence of God, your life would have been so blessed before. No matter how much the pit draws you or tries to draw you, say, I'm not going there. No matter how attractive it may look or sound, I belong in the house of bread. I belong in the atmosphere of worship. I will belong in the presence of Jesus Christ. I am going to stay there. Pit is not my place. Hallelujah. My place is the presence of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Moab sounded like economically good. Yeah, it makes sense. But you know, you need to learn to be rooted where you are planted. Everybody might go through a famine. It might be finances. It might be emotionally. It might be whatever forms but don't focus on the famine focus on Jesus so you have the pit and then you have this place called the valley open your mouth and say the valley you are trained in the valley our God is a God of the valley not only of the mountain top. It is in the valley that God trains you up. Valley is not a scary thing. There's a difference between the pit and the valley. In the pit, the presence of God is not there with you. The presence of God was with Joseph in the prison, in 41st house in all those places but not in the pit in the pit the presence of God is not there with you you can call on Jesus he will get you out but in the valley if you call on Jesus he will come and be with you Amen. Amen. hallelujah Jesus will come and be with you. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy road and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, open your mouth and say, the Lord will be with me. Uh, the Lord will walk with me. Hallelujah. He will be with me in the valley. He won't leave you alone. He will be with you. It's a deception of the devil to make you think that you are alone. No, he is with you. You might be alone in that room. You might be alone in that house. But remember, through the eyes of faith, if you will look, you will see the Lord's presence with you. Valley is the place where you got to learn to find your stream. got to learn to find your stream everybody loves the mountain top but 
the fruit is never on the mountain top it's in the valley it is the valley that you find your flow that you find your grace or your anointing valley is not a scary place as a matter of fact once you begin to understand from god's word on the beauty of valley for children of god you will say i don't want to come out of it david found the stream in the valley of ela he recognized the flow for his life the stream for his life i pray in this valley season of your life you will find your flow you will find your stream of blessing and provision and anointing and grace open your mouth and say this with a stream holy spirit reveal the stream holy spirit reveal the stream into my life amen not only the stream but even you 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 will find your weapon your skill your blessing in that stream he picked up five smooth stones five smooth stones five smooth stones out of that stream smooth stones you know the water has been flowing through that stream for a long time and that blunt hard rough places have been ironed out smoothened out I love the Holy Spirit of God. I love God's word to flow through you. The rough, the blunt places in your life will be smoothened out. See, God wants to train you in that valley. He wants to make you a smooth stone. A smooth stone which the wind can carry. If you got to hit the mark on Goliath's forehead, if the wind is to carry you you can't be a hard rough stone hallelujah in the season of lockdown let me tell you allow god's stream of grace his word is anointing to flow through you and god to make you a smooth stone so by the time this lockdown is over and it is time hallelujah for you to step out the wind of the holy spirit can carry you and move you to a place of significance and victory lift your hand and say in the name of jesus May that be my portion. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. There is a place in this valley actually where the shadows actually soothe in you. He who dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, sometimes people think success is standing on that mountain top. It is not. success is not in how many messages you preach or the number of people who like your message or the number of songs you have sung it's not in that if it was numbers then jesus would not have been successful because he fed over 5000 people maybe let's say about 10000 12000 or 15000 or 20000 people might have been there that's the largest crowd pilate had more crowds than jesus towards the end of his ministry he had only one person by the foot of the cross you would say jesus is a failure he was not at all successful in his earthly life 
when it was time for him to ascend into heaven there must have been about 500 people that he must have met and shaken hands and given his phone number and you know business card and said okay i'm going to heaven i'll come back do business till i come <laughs> that's all the success is not in numbers success let me tell you see you sometimes see preachers coming on a friday on a sunday and they minister for and they wow they're singing that song wow what after that success is in the valley where the consistency of the flow of the stream is making you who you are supposed to be for the glory of god it is not being on the mountain top okay elijah was in the mountain top but before that he was by the brook you are might be a prophet you might be a great man of god but you got to recognize the stream that god has kept for you mount carmel that is just a moment can you imagine a whole life of a prophet and you're looking at that moment sometimes people want those highs in life and they think that is success holding the world cup up it's great but that is just one 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 moment of your life yeah you got to drink that champagne and hold that cup up but there is a daily practice that you had to do and be consistent and have a passion for the game of cricket that you play it's the same way with ministry it is not in writing a new album or bringing out a new album or preaching a great message or being a great worship leader no, that's all good please i want everyone in the church to be ministers and that's the holy spirit that's what the holy spirit said through the word that god will do but don't look to that when you are in the valley i love god to walk inside of you to make you smooth change your attitudes change your focus where you enjoy the shadow of the almighty when see i can hardly wait to keep the mic here get back home get into my prayer room sit with my bible and be in the presence of the lord this is almost like you know you got to do it because god has asked you to do it to be in the shadow of the almighty lift your hands to be in the shadow of the almighty to be in the shadow of the almighty see a seed never grows out in the open a seed grows out in the shadow when it is dark if you can stay hidden in the hands of the lord See, baby Moses can be hidden only for three months, you know. Then he will be revealed. A baby grows through actually seven stages. People want to grow, and they think they grow on stage. You never grow on stage. You are not going to grow in front of a camera. 
that's not where you grow you grow in the valley amen amen praise the lord amen amen the pit is a place where there is an absence of god presence of god valley is the place where you have the presence of god lift your hand and say jesus i want your presence jesus i want your presence jesus i want your presence it is said that in marriages when a married couple when they go through a trauma or a loss it has been found out that the relationships become much more stronger because they have handled that trauma or that pain together that's when they become really strong it's the same way when you're going through the valley of the shadow of death when there are losses when things are not working the way that you would like it to work when you are not quite where you want to be or you think you have to be or where others think you have to be and when you're going through that and you are in fellowship with Jesus that is where you understand and recognize the flow then you can stand before any ahab you can stand before any goliath you can stand before any challenge in your life uh, because you know the lord is with you if god be for you who can be against you uh, lift your hand and say if god be for me who can be against me hallelujah who can be against me and then there is this place called the place of rest and what i mean by that is when you go through the valley you come to a point where you find your rest in in christ in christ not on not what not on the new job or the business opportunity that came about or the new car i believe in all those blessings but your rest comes in knowing that the lord is with you salute That place of rest is the place where you not only recognize the law but you discover yourself. You recognize who you are. You recognize your identity. I've seen many successful people being confused about their identity. Not sure. As a matter of fact, I was just reading in the newspaper today, not on the newspaper on the you know news. I was just one of the biggest businessmen just committed suicide. Got a home of over twenty-four thousand square feet. Got business across the nations. May God have mercy on his family, on his soul. But you realize your identity. No matter, it's not the materialistic success or nothing. It is on who am I? You recognize your strengths, your weakness. You recognize your brokenness there are many people who are not in that place of rest you can't believe in yourself if you do not know your identity you will take any identity that is thrown at you anything that is thrown at you you embrace it when you do not know who you are success is not what you achieve 
it is being on track with Jesus it is being in the will of God it is in finding who you are can you imagine having all the latest gadgets in your house but not knowing who you really are <laughs> what you really have we have an inheritance that cannot be destroyed cannot be defiled Amen. laid up in heaven Amen. we are partakers of the new covenant Amen. we are one with Jesus Christ Amen. we have the Holy Ghost inside of us Amen. we are the temple of the Holy Spirit Amen. blessed be the name of Jesus Christ there is a place of brokenness recognizing what triggers you off what, what are your trigger points I mean, if you, you will be at rest if you can recognize what's eating you up not what you're eating if you don't know that if you can't discover yourself then you don't have rest if you are in rest, let me tell you, every blessing of the mountain will come to you. You don't have to go behind it. Everything will come to you. Lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Pray earnestly tonight. Uh. Pray earnestly tonight. Uh. The Jesus, the shepherd, might reveal to you. Adine tadasomai nilkana yenda kaviyabara mundengilum blindness mundengilum. Yeshu inda naamathil in the name of Jesus, I command that to be broken off from the lives of God's people. Help them to have Holy Spirit realization. Amen. Amen. So we're gonna get back into Ezekiel 37. Your gifts find it in the stream in the valley. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. There is no fruit in the mountain top. The fruit is only in the valley. When God wants to do something great through you, you will have to do first something great in you. That's the valley. What he does in me, only he can do outside later. Valley is what you call the stretching place. How do I, it is, one preacher said it is the gym of the Holy Spirit. The gym of the Holy Spirit. I go to gym, you know, you go try a few stretches and take up those weights. It's like you want to run, run out from there. The next day your body is aching. Oh. <laughs> your arms are aching. You picked up those weights. You try stuff. Your body is aching. It's paining. But by the time you finish doing those three rounds or repetitions of 20 each or whatever, and then you come out, suddenly you're feeling kind of good and you're like, Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 
Glory be to the name of Jesus. When you come out, you're like, wow, thank you, Jesus. That felt good. You will never die in the valley. It might be the shadow of death, but you will never die. Do not be afraid of going through a valley. Six things to remember, and that's why we're going to pray together. Number one thing, Ezekiel 37, verse 1. God is with you in the valley. Message Bible. Read it. God grabbed me. See, God grabbed me. That's why I want the message Bible. You wouldn't want to go there by yourself. <laughs> you wouldn't choose valley for yourself. <laughs> it says, God grabbed me. Wow. I like that. I like God grabbing me. <laughs> Lift your hands and say, God grabbed me. God grabbed me. I mean, if I am trying to hold on to him, I can let go. But if God has grabbed me, he will never let go. Be assured tonight, hallelujah. He will never let go. If God is the one who's grabbed you and taken you to the valley, He will never let go. He will never let go. It doesn't matter how painful it is. It doesn't matter how dark it is. It doesn't matter how long the shadows are. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, who is not there with you. If God is the one who's grabbed you and brought you to the valley, He will never leave you. He will never let go. He will never let go. At your neighbor and say, God will never let go of me. Amen. So don't let circumstances intimidate you in the valley. All those news channels and TV channels and economic predictions and ah, don't let that scare you. I will take a valley with Jesus any day, then a mountaintop without Jesus. I will take a valley with Jesus any day than a mountaintop without Jesus. As long as I have Jesus with me, I have a future. I have possibilities in Christ. It doesn't matter what all you have, but if you don't have Jesus and His presence. there are times in the valley you can't actually sense his presence that's why you got to trust him you got to trust his heart you can't feel his hand but you got to trust him he's true to his word number two God's in the valley look for the possibilities read it second verse God's spirit took me up and set me down in the middle of an open plain strewn with bones. Mm. He led me around and among them a lot of bones. See, a lot of bones. You know that? So, can you imagine that open cemetery? You can actually see the bones. Open cemetery. Bones are lying out outside, everywhere. You remember 12 spies went to see the land? Twelve of them had the same circumstances, same God, same church, same problem, same giant, same valley. But two of them saw possibilities. What do you see, Ezekiel? 
Joshua Caleb saw possibilities. God is with us. We can take this place right now. Ten of them, they just saw the boards. They didn't see the possibilities. Tonight I pray the Holy Spirit opens up your eyes to see divine possibilities. Uh, divine possibilities uh, for you, for your family, for your generations. Uh, hallelujah. For our city, for our nation, for the nations of the world. Divine possibilities. Uh, hallelujah. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Amen. You gotta look at your valley through God's perspective, through God's eyes. Don't look at everything with the negative eyes. Ezekiel, what do you see? It is a hopeless situation. But definitely it can get better. Life can get better. It's a hopeless situation sitting in that home. But look through the eyes of the Lord. What do you see? What do you see, Ezekiel? Third thing that you do in a valley, take a step unto the unknown. Read that verse, second verse one more time, please. God's Spirit took me up and set me down in the middle of an open plain strewn mm -hmm. with bones. Yes, read on. He led me around and among them a lot of bones. Mm. There were bo bones all over the plain, mm. dry bones bleached by the sun. Bones bleached by the sun. Oh my God, what a description. Go on. He said to me, mm. Son of man, can these bones live? Can these bones live? I said, Master God, only you know that. Yeah, what would you have said? Can, can the situation change? Can the world become better? Can your company prosper? Will you be able to travel again? Can these bones live? What would you say? What would you say looking at your body? Can these bones live? The doctors have given a negative report. What do you say? I, I, I wish we could have such a level of grace that we could say, Yeah! Yes! Many a time when you look at the circumstances and situations. See, when you look at me right now, you might be thinking, wow, what a strong guy. But I'm, I'm looking at myself and seeing only my weakness. Yes, but it's like, can it? Can can these bones live? Can it? <laughs> Better play it safe, Lord. Only you. <laughs> I don't want to be unspiritual. I'm a pastor of a church. I, Lord, only. <laughs> yeah, I'm a charismatic. I'm a Pentecostal. I. God, all my rest of my family are unbelievers and I got to say something. Oh, I better not say something unspiritual. Yeah. 
Yeah, Lord, only you, you, you know. Everybody knows, God knows. See, but God allows you to be in that spot, you know, where it keeps you humble, where it keeps you hungry for God, more prayerful, wanting to hear a word from God because you know you haven't arrived yet. And you're like, Lord, without you, I can't do nothing. Lord, yeah, I mean, you, you've got to do something. I'm willing to believe in you, but yeah. Write this down. God is never going to give you a life where he is unnecessary in your life. But you think you have everything? I don't need God anymore? Yeah. I don't need to pray. I don't need to fast. I don't need to do anything. You know, I'm like, after Jesus, I'm the most holiest guy in the world and the most humblest guy and the most blessed person. And wow, thriving. I don't need God anymore. I don't need to. You never come to that place. May you never come to that place. 1 Samuel 14, verse 6. There's an interesting scripture there. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 6. The 14th chapter, verse 6. Then Jonathan said to the young man who bore Jonathan his said to the young man, his assistant, Come, let us go over. En- they are in enemy territory and saying, Yes. Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. Yeah, let us go over to the garrison of the uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. It may be, underline that word. It may be, read on. It may be that the Lord will work for us. That God will work for us. Not sure. (laughs) Maybe you're going to go to the enemy territory. We're going to pick up a fight with the enemy. Maybe can you say that? See that? <laughs> Lord. Can you imagine the associate pastor said, "Yeah, let's go." I, I don't know how many of my pastors would have come with me if I said, "Yeah, let's go for this meeting." Maybe, yeah, we'll buy this land for the glory of God. But maybe God will provide for us, Pastor. You do it. <laughs> but here is the assistant. I I I I pray for assistants like that. Ah, who's it? A maybe moment, and they say, "Let's do it. Let's do it." Maybe, yeah, maybe. But if it's a maybe, full of the Holy Ghost, Amen. that's enough. Amen. Amen. Let it be a Holy Ghost, maybe. Amen. Holy Ghost, maybe. That's what he called, uh, like a preacher said, a Holy Ghost hunch. Yeah, Holy Ghost hunch. Acts 15, 28. Early church in Jerusalem after the church council writing a letter for the church in Antioch and says, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. I mean, yeah, the Holy Spirit also felt that way and we also felt that way. Amen. A maybe moment. See, those are, those are powerful moments. Have you seen any time that you went through that? The first time you had to lift your hands in praise when you heard about it. 
It is a maybe moment. You're like, I hope nobody's watching. Yeah, everybody's got their eyes closed. Yeah, everybody's. Uh, thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. See, but but it was a step. For the first time, you had to tithe. You heard about tithing and giving offerings unto God, and you thought, okay, let me. I will it work? Oh my gosh. Should I? Should I? <laughs> Should I? It's a maybe moment. You put it in the offering box. You're like, oh my God, can I take it back? <laughs> I'm not joking. As a pastor, you know, we had a time when somebody put some money into the offering box, and next week uh, they wanted the money back. <laughs> can you imagine that? in your life you hear that you're called by God and the, and the pastor says why don't you just pick up the mic and come and help me say amen to what I'm saying or read the scripture or sing a song or stand by me or come for this meeting or I said, okay okay not sure am I the one ah, does the Lord know me does the pastor know me oh my God is there nobody else but that's the that maybe moment that's what makes you that's how the Holy Spirit leads lift your hand and say Lord let me never miss out sometimes you are looking for that you know I'm I, I you know I, I'm ready I, I, I feel good about it I can do God will never use you at that time Mark my words. How many of you ever got married after being ready for marriage? Hi. Come pray for me, please. Even now I think I'm not ready. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, nobody said, you know, I feel ready for marriage. You're so unsure. Oh, I'm ready for a baby. And you want to have a child? See, those kind of things never happen. Faith is always in a maybe moment. Learn to move on a maybe. Lift your hand and say, Holy Spirit, help me to learn to move on a maybe, a maybe of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You will never be ready to do anything that God has called you to do. You will never be in your life. If you are, it means it is either your vision and not God's vision. Because God's vision about you and what He wants to do through you will always be so big that you think, Oh my God, I don't think I can do it. Find somebody else, Lord. Find somebody. I don't think I can do this. fourth point in the valley prophesy to your situation speak to those bones read this part here he said to me he said to me prophesy over these bones uh, dry bones listen to the message of God dry bones listen to the message of God prophesy sometimes when you hear that word prophesy you think it's only for the prophets can I do it am I the guy prophesy it just means 
when god you know i mean he could have spoken about the bones the prophet could have stood there and spoken about the bones the bones are so many god didn't say speak about the mountain he said speak to the mountain you have to become a prophet to your life it is not predicting the future it is just taking god's word the written word putting it in your heart and speaking it out you keep saying that word out as many times as needed till you can actually believe it and then you keep again speaking it out till actually you see what you have believed that is what prophecy is i'm not speaking about the office of a prophet or the spirit of prophecy now in the gift of prophecy i'm speaking about that word there where you keep speaking the word out so much that that becomes more real than your circumstance i'm healed by the stripes of god the first time you say that really looks like all the symptoms are there really i'm healed by the stripes of god nothing is happening but you got to keep saying it out till actually you believe it and then you begin to speak it out till you actually see that healing manifest amen i mean what would a normal believer right now do if he if god took him to the valley of dry bones i will tell you what he will do he will take his latest phone take a nice picture look where god took me a selfie put it on in instagram the value of dry bones it is not to post that it is to speak out amen amen so in the name of jesus i prophesy over you may things that are broken in your life come back together relationships that are broken and scattered let come together let the bones that are scattered come together let there be family wholeness let there be supernatural healing the things that are disjointed in your life scattered hallelujah let it come together in the name of the lord yeshuvinte naamathil kalpikunuva parishuddhaatmavaya devan cherkatayada in the name of jesus now amen amen the last point and we pray together speak to the wind and i i I still remember my mother when I was young would come and she told me the same thing when I had kids and I tell them listen uh, I'm, uh, you know sometimes when I tell them I'm much about some of the stuff that, that I sense that might not be good with the children or right with the children she, she tells me the same thing that I I I saw my her she doing that for me when I was young she would come she would lay hands upon my head because i had this terrible infuriety complex i i felt that i was very ugly and i used to sit and cry and say mujhe i don't know i mean look at my brothers they are also hands i'm so good like i feel so terrible as then she would say like any mama would you know yeah you're a good looking guy you're a nice guy you know that 
but then she would lay hands upon me while i am sleeping many a time i would hear it when i and i would still keep my eyes closed the branch of the lord is beautiful she would she was prophesying if you have a father or a mother like that thank the lord for them amen hallelujah not they are not speaking about what they see they are speaking forth the word the promise of god into your life even when i was backslid she said no lord i give him into your hands use him for your kingdom i don't want him that's the day that lord touched me anoint your children with oil pray over them my mom would say when i was asking about my children she said hold their head when they are sleeping and if my father is listening please forgive me but mama ji said that actually she used to pray over your head also while you were still an unbeliever <laughs> while you were sleeping <laughs> oh lord i hope i haven't got into trouble lord hallelujah let's go to the next point let's say kill that is but today my father is saved he is in the lord amen hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord look at prophesy to the wind he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man prophesy son of man tell the breath tell the breath god the master says yes come from the four winds yes invite the wind invite the holy ghost speak to the holy ghost the power of his presence the holy ghost we we are a holy spirit. spirit welcome congregation amen the holy ghost to move in our lives blessed be the name of jesus lift your hand and say holy spirit father in the name of jesus let there be a burning of your holy ghost over your children in the name of jesus rabala washia anoint people who are watching listening to this message with the holy spirit of god let them start speaking in tongues let new songs come out from their lives let there be an impartation of your life into them in the name of jesus may they become like a mighty army may they rise up to glorify the name of jesus may they come out of that hopeless situation rabalawa shahandalanaba raindili prabaswatana karangalad chalpanera parishuddha pavila aradichade raidalawa shambalama ramduswaram janalira rabilamana bausha pradamana ridilibana valparuda meda uthwaliya raswanam deviya jibalagal phalaga thuravana bausha we give you glory and honor let the wind of the holy ghost move in our lives we welcome you holy spirit thank you lord i give you glory and honor for this time may your children enjoy your presence in this valley time oh god and may they come out like a mighty army for your glory may they walk with you may they fellowship with you and experience the sweetness of the intimacy of the holy spirit oh god let there be a brokenness in their hearts oh god sometimes in the times past you know you could uh, uh listen to one small little word from god's scripture and you would cry you would excite you it would inspire you and sometimes you now you're hearing some of the greatest messages the best messages deep messages i'm not speaking about myself but you are listening to that all those kind of messages and nothing moves you 
It's because the wind is missing. Let there be that brokenness where just one scripture is enough to make you go on your knees and cry. Tonight I want you to go down on your knees. Kneel down wherever you are in your homes and say, Lord, remove the hardness of the heart. Help me to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Let not my faith be lukewarm. Let not my love grow cold. Let my heart burn with love for you, Jesus. Let my heart burn with love for you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Lift your hands to Jesus wherever you are kneeling down in the presence of God. Say, Lord, remove the hardness of the heart. Remove the blindness of my life. Help me to experience the move of your Holy Spirit inside of me. Help me to fall all over in love with you, Jesus. To be sensitive to your presence. To experience your presence, O Lord. To fellowship with your Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus, may this not be intellectual knowledge, theological knowledge. May it be an encounter with you, Lord, where I know that I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm abiding under the shadow of the Almighty God. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to be like a child broken. Lord, if I have to cry out that name, call on that name, I'm not going to look at around at people, but deal with my heart. Jesus, deal with my heart. Deal with my life. I don't want to miss out on anything that you've got for me. I want your presence, Lord. I want your rest, Jesus. Jesus, 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 lift your hands unto him, worship him from your hearts.